Welcome to Confessional. I'm Kayla Shelton, along with Mike Moran. Tell us your deepest, your creepiest, your darkest. Confess to us. We won't tell. So you can tell us anything. No one's listening. On today's confessional, guilty pleasure movies. All right, everybody, welcome to the confessional. My name is Mike Moran, and I am joined today by guest co-hosts, our good friend and former confessional guest, Migs Rodriguez. Migs. What's going on, everybody? How's y'all's evening doing? Glad to be here. Thank Thank you for stopping by, my friend. Of course, Migs is from Migs at the Movies. Movies with Migs. Yes, Movies with Migs. Tell us a little bit about that. Movies with Migs is a page that I host and create, sponsored by uh, Defy Life. Shout out to my uh, sponsor network, Defy Life. Got my man Regular Scott in the house from Defy Life, too. Regular Scott? Yes, yes, yes. He hosts the uh, Take a Knee from Marvel and DC for all the comic nerds out there. Wow. So uh, you can you can check that out. Scott, man, drop some information on the post if you're still there for that. I feel like Regular Scott could just go by Scott. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I think that's probably the joke, though. <laughs> you have to ask him. But yeah, I host a movie page. So yeah, I'm a big movie fan. As you know, I'm, I'm into all genres. Uh, I go to a lot of early screenings, so I write reviews and uh, just other other fun pieces. Like I said, I'm into a lot of stuff. I'm also on uh, Instagram. I post a little fun stuff there. All so, right. Uh, you can't write a lot on that one, so you know I just like to post pictures of movies and screens and things I go to when I travel. I like to visit different theaters and stuff. So I like to you know I like to have fun. Yeah, man, I love uh, reading your stuff and looking at your stuff. Thank you. I appreciate that. Now, Migs. Yes. Today, what are we discussing? We are discussing guilty pleasure movies. Guilty pleasure movies. Not just horror this time. We're going all across the board. We're all over. We I don't like that term, horror. though. But we'll talk well, about it. Well, let's that later. introduce our guest and then, and then we'll discuss why you don't like that term, all right? All right. Today, we have on the confessional a very funny Baltimore comedian. This guy runs shows, he performs, he's a very good friend of mine, Greg K. What's up? How's How everybody are you, doing? Buddy? Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. What's do you, going you prefer here? Greg K? Uh, sure. I don't know. My last name's kind of a nightmare. It's uh, right. It's Kadaisky for anybody who's listening. I, there are a bunch of friends of mine in comedy who probably have never heard it. Actually, yeah, I don't think I've <laughs> ever heard it before. <laughs> it just looks like a jumble of words. It looks like somebody just mashed their uh-huh. fingers on uh-huh. the pad, keypad indiscriminately. Uh-huh. So I, I try right. to. I don't know. I started doing comedy by Greg Kay, and it just sort of stuck. Um, but cool. yeah. Anyway, well, thanks way, for fun. coming by, man. Hey, what, thanks uh, for having me. It's what, great. what are you working on? Anything you want to plug or promote uh, or mention? No, I mean, I, st- uh, I host uh, my open mic down in 1919 the last two Tuesdays of every month, which it's is a always very good fun. open mic. It's a I fun mic. Enjoy it. We had one last night. It was a good time. Uh, I'm doing a hot set with uh, hosted by uh, Eric Glazer and Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Oh yeah, Norman. I did that last time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's next Wednesday. And, of course, that's a comedy show in which you have to either eat hot sauce or a pepper, depending on the night, before you perform. Yeah. And I I was nervous about it beforehand. They asked me to do it once before, and I I was like, "Eh, I don't know if I can handle it. Right, yeah. So then I tried one of the pepper. 
peppers that they had that night it was the opening night of the Baltimore Comedy Festival, and I was like, mm. I can handle that. That's not too bad. Yeah. So yeah. probably they're gonna try and screw me next week. Yeah, it was burning hot ones. I've tried one of those. It's no fun. Which ones? The ghost peppers or? Well, when I lived in uh, when I lived in Colorado, I don't know what kind they were, but my neighbor they used to like lay them out in their driveway. They put this big old sheet down and had these peppers that were like super hot. So I, they gave me one one day and I, I just bit into To keep that burglars thing. away. They just like <laughs> put them around I don't know there. what that was. I mean, I guess they ate them, but I <laughs> bit one of those and let me tell you, man, that thing was like, had my tongue just weird for like a few hours. So right, like, right. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I've ingested hot sauce before that is severely, like painfully spicy. Yeah. Like, uh, like you almost vomit type of, and it doesn't go away. Yeah, the yeah. the pepper that I had on this show wasn't quite that bad. Okay, for a second there, it, it was one of those where it hits you and you're like, oh my god! And but then, then it but then it kind of fades. That's like wasabi <laughs> or Mike you know, G, uh, many time co-host on this show. Mike G did three of those peppers at the last hot set I was at. He was going for gold. He did three and like that sounds like something you would do. Couldn't even speak. He was like having like palpitations of some sort. I was uh, I commend him for that. That's yeah, impressive. Yeah. Wacky. That of course is our uh, producer Jimmy Seleski from the Live from the Studio podcast. How you doing, Jimmy? I'm doing great, man. Jimmy, real quick, will you tell people where they can they, they can go if they want to participate in the confessional? Yes, if you want to participate in confessional, uh, submit your stories. Uh, relevant to the topics, you can go find us on facebook.com slash confessional podcast. You can search confessional podcast on just about anything, and that will be us. All right. Thank you, brother. Um, now, Migs. Yes. Why do you hate the term guilty pleasure? Well, I just, I don't like the implication of it. Right. Because it implies right. that you're not supposed to like this movie, but uh-huh. you do anyway. Right. But it's like... No, because the movies, you know, that we're going to discuss here, we all we all like them, right? Sure, sure. I mean, do we really feel bad about it, or are we just going with the term? Well, w- would you say, is there a difference, Greg, between a guilty pleasure versus a so bad it's good movie? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think it, a lot of it depends on, to me anyway, uh, context. I, I do agree with you on some level that, that if you like a movie... Uh, you know, you you it has it, it has its merits mm. in one way or another for you, and that's important enough to right, to, right. to merit liking it or sure, viewing sure. it and enjoying it, and that's totally valid and totally good. I, however, do feel guilty about some of the movies <laughs> I like. I can't help it. I mean, I don't know. Like it's just I'm out. I'm like I watch them and I'm just like. God damn it! There's no reason for me to like this movie, right? Right. <laughs> and I fu- and I fully admit, and if and that's why, like you know, and so like I'll probably reveal some of those today, where I'm just like, I don't know how many people actually know I really genuinely right. like this movie. And there's a difference between liking something, like you said, because it's so bad, it's good. Right. It's, when like, it's that's just a different spectacle of yeah, of, like everybody you know, like who likes the, like room. the room or, uh, or yeah, Jaws the Revenge. I've got a story a about that. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you all that because that was that was a. First time weird experience with that one. The room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you gonna tell us real quick, or you gonna wait? Um. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll try to. I'll try to give you the cliff notes. So I seen the. Um. I seen the disaster artist in the theater down at the Charles. Yeah. Because just you know I like going there watching movies. Sure. So I checked that out and I said okay. I didn't really know what it was about and I was and for for some reason, I thought I had seen the room on TV before just uh-huh. in, in the back of my head for some reason. Right. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. So when I checked out the disaster artist, I said, "Wow, okay, I gotta, I'm gonna have to see the room uh, and check it out." Mm. I was in Alabama, mm. and they just happened to have us. Uh, they were doing a screening of it for a Fathom event, 
I said, all right, I'll check okay. this out. I didn't think it was going to be anything. You know? Sure. I didn't really hear much about this movie. I didn't look up anything about it. I go in this theater. It's freaking full. Right. It's full. And uh-huh. the people in there are going nuts. Right, I'm, like, right. I'm like, what the hell's going on? For here? the room or the disaster artist? No, no, the room. The room okay, the room. okay. Yeah. So this was one of those events yeah, where yeah. people come out to like gawk at it. And yeah, I mean, I, I didn't know it was like that. Right, and right. I'm like, okay. So I'm sitting <laughs> It's like there. the Rocky Horror Picture yeah, Show it, or something. It comes on. It, it's, it's just really weird and all that. And then <laughs> um, I forget what the first scene that was that they did this. But people were throwing spoons. Right, right. Spoons. Spoons. <laughs> and they were doing that throughout the movie. Uh-huh. I, I was just like, what the hell is going on? And, the, you know, the movie is just in itself. It's all over the place. It's weird. Right, right. It's funny. And it, <laughs> even the, the the soundtrack doesn't even fit it, which the soundtrack's actually kind of good. Is it really? It's, it's weird, too, though. Huh. Yeah, huh. <laughs> but that, yeah, I was just, that was... Yeah, that was a that right. was a weird experience, but nice. I, I won't I won't forget. <laughs> awesome. I just, I, I've I never seen know. it. Yeah, so I, I never I, ended up. Wa- I mean, I watched I it once. It, it, it wasn't like as it, all the hype around it. I, I was just kind of like, this is just a really bad movie. Yeah, it's you know, just, it's it wasn't just a like, bad. Fi- yeah, it wasn't right. like so yeah. bad. You know, the mythos it, behind it. Really, yeah, it really yeah. snowballed whenever right, when it got right. a label from. Pro- I forget. Yeah, I think it was honestly, one, the disaster some, artist is probably better to watch. Well, obviously, it was better, but it's like more fun to watch. Um, I don't even how think that you... movie's awesomely bad. I think it's just bad. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, it's <laughs> just it's just cringingly <laughs> right. Um, how would you guys define a guilty pleasure film? Greg, you go first. I guess <laughs> that's funny because I I think we had talked about doing a topic and this was one of the ones that I threw out. And uh, so when you told me that was the topic, I was starting to rack my brain. I'm like, all right, what what are some of the movies that I right. would consider guilty pleasures? And I found out that for the most part, for me. It's a genre, and it's like rom-coms, and I think that's probably because they're just they're they're movies that I'm not supposed to like, you know, right, societally right. or uh, you know. So movies you're not supposed to like, would right? You say I guess, that's kind of definition. Yeah, I think by definition. Right, right. You know what, what, what would you say, Megs? Yeah, I'll, I'll have to go with that. The way the way that I see the definition, yeah, like I say, you're not you're not supposed to like. Society or, tells you you're not supposed right. to like. Yeah, or maybe maybe it's because I, I've seen some movies. That I think they were bad on purpose, like okay, like, like that's the, campy that's or the point. yeah, I say like overly campy on right, purpose. Right, or the, yeah. the point of this is just to like be Sharknado so, or something. Yeah, just right. to be so silly and so right, stupid right. and absurd. It's yeah. just like okay, yeah, that that's it. Or uh-huh. or maybe I don't know. Maybe you you did it by accident and it worked. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard that the people behind Sharknado like take them very seriously. Oh, you'd have to though, right? I mean, like, you, I don't think you could make a movie. I personally don't think you could make a movie as bad as Sharknado without taking it seriously. Uh, I don't. Uh, if you went into it thinking we're going to make the most epically stupid movie, uh, I feel like it would turn it's out. It's called Sharknado. <laughs> what do you expect? Like, I mean, there's like six of them right now. Right? I think we're we're definitely going to win some awards this year. We're shooing for cans. <laughs> um, all right, so let's get to a confession. This is from uh, Jessica Sakal Mahone, uh, Newborough. New York. I just probably mispronounced uh, at least three of those words. Sorry, <laughs> Jessica. Uh, Walk Like a Man, a film in which Amy Steele, best final girl from a Friday the 13th movie, finds Howie Mandel <laughs> in the forest after he's been lost and raised by wolves. Of <laughs> I course, know this movie. <laughs> of course, he's rich, and she brings them back to reintroduce them to society, and they fall in love while Christopher Lloyd 
tries to have him declared mentally incompetent so he can claim the family fortune. This sounds amazing. I've seen this movie. <laughs> it's insane and horrible and dumb, and I love it. I watch it every day in middle school. Christopher Lloyd must have had alimony to pay or something. I've never heard of this movie. It's a movie. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and guess right now, and you guys can can look it up. I'm pretty sure it came out in like 1986. Yeah, that, okay. that had to be 80s when Howie Mandel. Yeah, that and dude I, had done some real kooky stuff. It was what? the wackiest, <laughs> so he was weirdest movie. It was raised by. Wolves? Yeah. How, was he a child at this point? Or no. He, so he's been he's like lived his adulthood under the care of the I, no, wolves I think as well. He was raised by wolves. I forget the plot. The it's whole like a plot. Jungle book. They're very cultured wolves. But they the movie, had like uh, you know educations and stuff. It wasn't Howie Mandel definitely it, like acts like a wolf in the movie. <laughs> like, it's like, he doesn't like he can't be like, a human? Like he's oh, just, he, wow. right, like walking around all, all fours so and it's, shit it's like, like uh, It's like the wolf man in reverse. Yeah, he like starts <laughs> out as a wolf and he has so, to become a human. Yeah, it's super... It's super oh, and it's then bad. where does this subplot that about a, a family flesh. fortune come in with Christopher Lloyd? Like, so, so, so Howie Mandel has a family fortune and then they find uh, out? Is that what it is? Is, is it like a lost son? I, some weird Bruce Wayne shit. I, <laughs> I forget. All Christopher I remember Lloyd is tries to have him declared mentally incompetent so he can claim the family fortune. Yeah, whose family fortune? Well, he probably it sounds, it sounds, sounds like, like he is mentally <laughs> incompetent <laughs> if he was raised by wolves. Wait, how the how do the wolves have a family fortune anyway? Like, <laughs> Maybe they're Wall Street people, wolves. They're all, they're all people. They just <laughs> they just think they're wolves. <laughs> Wow, well, oh, man, man that's so I, I want to see that, that now. Called? It's called Walk, uh, like, Walk a like a Man. Walk Walk like like a man. It has Amy Steele, who was uh, Jenny in Friday the Thirteenth Part Two, mm. okay. one of my favorite final girls and one of my favorite slashers. Okay, um, she's she's awesome in that. Yeah, I'm gonna um, walk like a. That okay. is a that is a very good epically bad movie. That's right. a really good first. Only in the mid, like you guys are saying, only in the mid '80s did movies like that exist. Yeah, he did, he did another one, and I just watched this year year recently. It was funny. My uh, my lady put me on to this. Um, have you guys seen a fine mess? No, so never heard of it. Dancing. Oh, it's PG, but I don't know why it's PG. I mean, there's like there's <laughs> yes, it's early '80s. Yes, PG. I've seen that movie. There's a blow from job like the late scene. late what? '80s, right? Blowjob scene. It's pretty blatant. There's all kinds. Wow, of it must have been Ted, right before Ted they Danson, made PG-13. Yeah. Ted Danson and uh, and uh, and Howie Mandel, right? Yeah, they yeah, say yeah. yeah. So they they like <laughs> Ted Danson's like kind of like a hustler guy, always getting into trouble, and then you know Howie Mandel works at some like fast food place with their own rollerblades and stuff. And he just comes yeah. here one day. He's like, "Come with me," and then he just gets into the this original big old, odd couple. Yeah, mess with the mob. It's 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 <laughs> it sounds to me it's like P- a recipe PG, for wackiness. It's like wow, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because like yeah, there's know, an early '80s PG that was like yeah. kind of questionable. I by think that one was wait, like, Remember, like six, even, maybe? even in like ET and stuff, they'd yeah. always throw in at least a couple of cuss words like Goonies, yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. This um, one, this one coming out now. Oh gosh, especially that scene where they dressed up like Arabs and oh man. <laughs> People would be here. Yeah, I, oh, I don't know okay. if that kind of humor would They'd go over today. today. Or what about Jaws? Th- shows a child like being eaten with a fountain of blood. Yeah. That's still rated PG. That's, that's still okay. <laughs> I think the original Jaws was rated R. No, no, it was PG. Was it really? Hand yeah, to God. There, I, yep. yeah, there wasn't. Was there rated R then? No, it there wasn't. was R, but there it wasn't was. PG thirteen. Yeah, it had, to, yeah, it had to be. It had to be like really, really hard R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Huh. Um. All right. Jaws even had Jaws had had a, had boobs in it. No, Jaws didn't. Have, oh, yeah, I guess I guess yeah. a little bit at, in at the, the beginning, yeah. You can a little. Yeah, airplane. No, I, I was definitely messing with the tinting on my TV <laughs> right. as a kid. The like, first airplane, airplane has a out. has a have a, has a 
maybe 20 frame <laughs> woman just jumps <laughs> yeah in i remember pausing that i one. remember that's um, one i think that, might, that is, wasn't is, rated is, pg is that, is that though it was that was pg no it was I'm not 99 percent yeah, sure it was the first really? one was PG. and the second yeah. one wasn't yeah yeah pretty really? sure Pretty wow! Is that is that does that count as? I remember because I didn't. I have think Airplane's just funny. <laughs> airplane I still think it's funny. funny. It is a very funny. That's, I think that movie airplane Naked Gun, like yeah. when when oh, they yeah, do those knows. stupid movies just right. Yeah, I'm Slaps totally into movie. it. Yeah, yeah, spoofs are good. Greg, yeah, tell us a guilty pleasure movie for yourself. Oof. All right. Well, I mentioned rom coms earlier. I guess probably. Uh, like two teen, ro- I ro- we're about the same age, I guess. I don't know how how old are you, Mix. I don't know. Thirty five in right. two weeks. Yeah, we're about the same age. And you just had a birthday. Happy yes, birthday! Yes, I did. Thank you very much. Yesterday. yesterday. Um, Happy I'm, birthday again to you. Thank you. So I, uh, you know, I I grew up in you know formative years, late nineties. So there's a lot sure. of teen rom coms from the late nineties that I have a very strong affinity for. Probably my <laughs> favorite one is uh, Ten Things I Hate About You. I remember I, hearing about that one. I, was I did really, not see it. It was very. Let me like, ask you this: A young Heath have, Ledger. Oh, a young Keith Ledger. Yeah. And a young Joseph Gordon Levitt had a great cast. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. Did it have a uh did it have that late nineties soundtrack with like Oh yeah. Uh, it yep. was like <laughs> what Sixpence None the Richard did a song <laughs> from that soundtrack. There she goes. Or, yeah, something like that. I right, right. <laughs> yeah, so that one's a, that's a guilty pleasure. Of mine. All right. So but you like rom coms. I mean some some. If I guess if they're right. done well and then I mean, you know yeah, they mean, came along me, at a I'll perfect like time. I like any you know? genre if it's done well. You yeah. know, a good movie's a good movie. Yeah. But rom coms, I, I don't know if I can really think of any that uh that i like honestly they're not good most of them are really I, I, I like bad a, which I is like a few which, which ones do you like i mean like well one of my favorite and i i don't i guess this is a rom-com slash drama is her have you seen her oh no that's no. a that's a spike jones movie yeah. that's Isn't a really about, good movie doesn't he fall in love with his phone or something yeah, yeah no. it's like an operating system yeah but uh, like Siri Johansson. that yeah. that doesn't sound like a classic rom-com to me that sounds like a <laughs> I mean, david it, lynch a lot of like, calm going on i mean it's, a, it's well it's, well it's, it's, it's you think there's more rom than calm it's in a rom dom dude jimmy rom dom fun and you know kind of sad and stuff too but okay it seems like an art house movie they would be playing it like yeah maybe i mean i don't know any war Hall would have right. made that if he was alive. Yeah, I was, today. I was <laughs> cracking up when I saw it. I don't know if I was supposed to be laughing. <laughs> right, right. I, I just don't know. But I mean, what what's some other some other one? I mean, there's some there's some stuff from the yeah. What else counts as a rom com? What's I another one? The Water Boy, the Big one. Daddy, the any Adam Sandler movie <laughs> from back in the day. They were all fantastic rom coms. They were not rom coms. <laughs> <laughs> there was an inciting who, who incident. Who is falling in love to any of those no, movies? No, no. Fr- Friends with Most Benefits. I like that one. You guys Friends with Benefits. Justin Timberlake and uh, Mila um, Kunis. You know, I no, did. I, that's the only one I think I've seen good. in the theater. I like that. I can remember. I mean, they had. A, I think they had a pretty good chemistry too to make I it, to make it, it was, fun and likable. Yeah, I remember uh, thinking it was like cute or whatever, but I didn't really. What about? Isn't uh, isn't uh, what's the the Tom Hanks? Uh, you got mail, isn't that? Is yeah. that a rom com? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that kind of? You got mail. I don't know. That's was a that bit good? More, more like it's a, like late nineties. Not, yeah, because it's not teenagers. Right, yeah, right. You know, late forties. So. But that's still a right. wrong. That's still a <laughs> late forties. <laughs> that's still a wrong. <laughs> Takes place time, in right? the late forties. I mean, what's not romantic about two people who work across the street from each other <laughs> in their mid forties? <laughs> Can't get can't quite meet each other, you know. Like I don't know. We're getting there, dude. We're almost there. And, and didn't they didn't they like go to the same coffee shop? Too? Yes, it was like all kinds of stuff. There's <laughs> right, like this right. care, yeah, you know, comically mismatched couple, oh, you know, yeah, like keep running into each other, don't know right, the other like, one. Like the Paul Abdul and MC to. Scat Cat. Does that it's video exactly count as right. a rom-com? Opposites <laughs> attract. Yeah. That video for Opposites attract is 
the rom-com. You know, I think they made an album out of MC Scat Cat. <laughs> like they tried to launch him as a solo artist. I really hope so. Um, <laughs> track that down. All right. Well, tell us. Tell, why do you like rom-coms, Greg? <laughs> okay. I don't like. That's not, okay. Like that's like I don't want to get the, get it twisted. I like some, and that's the guilty pleasure part of. Why it. do you it's have like, drive me crazy tattooed <laughs> on your chest? That's what I'm asking. Because that's just a good movie. That's just is that one you like? No, I don't. I don't uh, even know that one actually. Um, but I don't know. Like, I, they're, 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 like I said, I think they come. A certain movie has has to come along. Like you know, I said at the right time. I'm, sure, I'm watching sure. it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And like I said, so that one. Uh, she's all that from like the late nineties. Oh. Had a thing for that. Which one was that? Jason I remember that name. Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, Jennifer Lee Cook or something like now, that. Now, let me ask you this: Rachel. Was was she all that? <laughs> I mean, so here's the thing: at the beginning of the movie, so it's uh. like basically a play on Pygmalion. At the beginning, uh, wait, of on what? Pygmalion. It's an old school story about. Uh, it's like what My Fair Lady was based on, or like um, Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> no, not Breakfast at Tiffany's, but My Fair Lady. Anyway, the idea is <laughs> she starts off as like an ugly duckling. It's based on some classical it, literature. Yeah. Like really Clueless. <laughs> what? They do that yes, a lot. I feel do. like that's almost I mean, like so a yeah, safety so exactly. net. So, so you can be like, no, 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 it's based on like something, you know, some literature from the It really is. Too, right? Isn't it based on like It's based on a Shakespeare. It's yeah. based really? on Taming yeah. of the Shrew. Wow. And uh, the, based on uh, the Dangerous Liaisons. What was that one? Were they with Sarah Michelle Geller? Yeah, but I forget what it is. Cruel Intentions. Cruel Intentions. It's based on Dangerous Liaisons. Yeah. Wow. Um, no, but so I think you know. Yeah, some sometimes the source material is is good, so maybe the story is already the structure is already there, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so it turns out it's like you don't need to do much to plug the holes. You know what I mean? Right, just, right. You market it to a specific group of people. Yeah, you know, yeah. in this case, like you know, teenagers in the late nineties, sure, and then sure. you know. So yeah, so she, at the beginning of to answer your previous question, at the beginning of the movie, she is not all that, but by the uh. end of the movie, she is very much. <laughs> All that, Spoiler which is why. Alert. Sorry, <laughs> it's in the title. I can't help it. Man. It's like it's like I, don't the, know, I didn't ruin like it for the, you. The you. You didn't quite get it from school. The, right, right. Up. Well, that's that's say. a very oh. original trope. I'm pretty sure that's the only romantic comedy that does that. <laughs> What's that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, she, you, you mess with her in school when she's younger, and, she's right, right. Like, and then she grows. Right. Up and it's like, like oh. now we're nice to you because right. you're attractive, and that's the message we want to send to teenage kids in the nineties. I would say, like Teen Wolf, also another one, but that's a kind of a, and it uses some of the same tropes as like you yeah. know a rom com where you know there's a girl that he's you not turn supposed into a wolf. Yeah, you're right. There's a guy, there's a guy there's who, a turns man who into transforms wolf. into an animal. Does, does backflips and stuff. Would like you that. consider Teen Wolf a, a rom com? I liked that one when I was a kid. I haven't seen it in forever. I think, I think it's a coming coming of age tale with some romantic elements to it. Uh-huh. Okay, it's yeah. funny. Well, then I feel there's like romance. a lot of could Back to the Future be a rom com. Mm, no. Nah. no, that's more action adventure. Yeah, there's there's so many adventure. movies that just have. Well, you know what? Maybe maybe the third know. one. Maybe the third one could be. Yeah, we're we're uh, that was a love Doc story. Fell in love yeah, with, with uh, the, the, Mary Steenburger. Is that her name? Yeah, yeah Mary Steenburger. What was her What was her name in the in the movie? I can't remember. Because the because the the so, uh, some Claire Claire Ravine Claire, Claire something Claire yeah yeah Claire uh, something Ravine you're looking at me like I'm gonna remember exactly Claire Ravine's <laughs> because then it was the then it was the Clint Eastwood Ravine yeah I just oh that's I right her last yeah. name Claire something but yeah that could maybe that maybe the third one's a rom com I remember Claire yeah. as well I, I like I like that third Back to the Future I think I like that better than the second one <gasps> the third one Dude, yeah that's blasphemy really I, I, I kind of remember the second one being a mess blasphemy no the second one was great because the second one had Hoverboards, which yeah, was which dude. were they amazing. had them in the third. 
We use it a little bit. But you, yeah. The, no, but only dude, the ba- second only one, dude, bit. I think the second one is like the best one. No uh, way! Yeah. Better than the first. I mean, okay, all right, all right. The first is the first because it's the first. So it's not better it's not better in that aspect. But No, I it's think not the, the best because it's the first. It's the best because it's the best. No, I don't know. I like the second one better. Oh, I just I just Well, do. that's your guilty pleasure. <laughs> Skipping right over I you. Just, that I, just, counts. I, I like the I like the futuristic stuff. And then I like when he goes back because even you know, you there's kind of like yeah. right. kind of parallels to now with that stuff. Yeah. Right. Well, the, like out. the Cubs winning the World Series. Yeah, I mean that stuff. I mean freaking <laughs> uh, Biff all bugged out and crazy. Crazy yeah, I like, like the that, second that's one. That's crazy, and then yeah, I mean, I, I think just, the first one's still the best because know, it's man, so just, original. But the second yeah. one, I like. I mean, the first one's just a solid like A plus. It's movie. a really A. Yeah. The second yeah. two are like kind of fun. But I mean, the second I, one's I, great. Like I said, I yeah. I think the second one's great. Oh, I definitely had those glasses from Pizza Hut in like second grade. <laughs> yeah, I, Max, I, I, I remember can go Max Headroom. Oh yeah, yeah, that was like made an appearance in the. Was he in it? He made an appearance in the in the second one. In wow! The, in well, I hope he's he still getting the, royalties from in the Max. future. Who's, here, who's so that? The, Max Headroom, the first Max CGI uh, character, very popular in the like, late eighties, oh, okay, like eighty six okay. or eighty seven. <laughs> he had like he was all over Pepsi commercials. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, uh, oh yeah, yeah. He had I sunglasses the and like yeah. yeah. I remember that. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. a flash in and out. Like, mm-hmm. I remember. And he was yeah, it was like it wasn't quite. It was a yeah. weird AI that right, could, right. was kind of stuck in the middle of his yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah what did what did he start? Like, what was his like, stick? Honestly, it was one of those. I had one of those like out. strange <laughs> moments. Yeah, like, like, I looked it up. Right. <laughs> I looked it up on Wikipedia recently because I was curious, and, uh-huh. and it was like a dystopian future, and there was like. The, it centered around like a reporter or something like that was the main. Okay, so you're supposed to be like a, like an animated reporter. I mean, the guy. The, I forget. I can't. I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> like, we'll I, save it for the Max Headroom episode that people have been begging for. <laughs> so, Greg, anything else you want to talk about as far as uh, romantic comedies? Not romantic comedies, but I will reveal one more guilty pleasure. Sure. It's not. Uh, a romantic comedy. I, I think you'd be hard pressed to call it that. But Masters of the Universe with Dolph Lundgren. Ooh, I definitely <laughs> saw that as a child. Very bad. Oh yeah. I it's I think I liked it because it was He Man. Yeah. It was cool, but it wasn't like the epic I was hoping for. Right. You know? No, of course it wasn't. It wasn't a very good movie. Yeah, I've, I've I've actually yeah. done some reading on that recently online, <laughs> and in the story behind that and everything, and it's quite interesting. Really. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, you know, they had to, like, set it in um, modern, you know, they, like, go to the 80s in it because they couldn't afford to to (laughs) shoot a bunch of sci-fi sets, you know. I didn't realize that was... And I do remember thinking, like, He-Man's barely in this. Like, this isn't even really his story. Right. Courtney Cox, like, played the lead. Right, right. And it was like, she had a bigger role, I think, than... Dolph Lundgren, right? Yeah, you know, like he yeah. was just there, uh-huh. helping people out. But I was psyched for it. I was a huge He Man was like my first franchise love that I had as yeah. a kid. That was big. And I don't I really remember like, it. I just, I mean, I, I thought it was, you know, I just thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, I knew because you know, oh wow, cartoons got a movie. That's right, cool. right. So on that aspect, yeah. Right? I just, I'd have, I'd have to watch it again. Like, um, like that, and then the like the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Oh, that yeah. one was but good. That was good. It was yeah, actually that was so. Good. I don't, I haven't seen it since probably I was a kid. But uh, I remember, well, Corey Feldman voiced one of the turtles. So you think Michelangelo? Michelangelo, wasn't it? No, uh, Don, he, he did Donatello. Yeah, I think it was Donatello. Maybe it was Donatello. And you know then, who did Michelangelo was. Uh, um, cousin Oliver from the Brady Bunch. He grew up to be a voice artist. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. interesting. That's yeah. pretty cool. So, and then uh, a very sh- small role he had as one of the foot soldiers. I think it was his very first movie was um, Sam Rockwell. 
Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He yeah. had like a tiny, right, tiny right, role right. in it. And, yeah. Uh, That's funny. That was the oh, first and one, right? this great Canadian actor, Elias Koteas, who's been in all kinds of random stuff that you've hmm. probably seen that, that you name? don't know. Yeah, it sounds familiar. It's a movie called Exotica. He's been in a bunch of. Oh, that, that Casey Jones, right? Mm-hmm. Casey yeah, Jones. Okay, oh Casey yeah. Jones. Casey Jones is yeah. awesome. He's been in all kinds of stuff. Yeah, that first one ruled. It felt like a big kid version. Yeah, it was cool. Had a few curse words and like it was kind of dark. It was pretty violent. Speaking of foot soldier trainings in the second one. Michael Jai White's in that one. Is he really? Yeah, the scene where Kino's going into, you know, they're testing him out. Huh. Yeah, uh, White's in there. Secret and, uh, of the Ooze. Yeah. Is that the <laughs> I was a little disappointed with Secret I, of the Ooze. That was, hey, I like, see, that, it that was, was okay, but man, like that, that third one sucked. <laughs> God, yeah, that sucks. The Turtles in Time. Oh, kinda, man. Yeah. But see, you know, I, I, I didn't see the first one in the theater. I watch it all the time. Cause I think I did at home. It used too. to come on HBO all the time because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I remember all the promotions for it. it. Yeah, because yeah. they were doing they were doing promotions with that with Pizza Hut, and mm-hmm. I remember that because they were yeah. all, they were giving out cassette tapes for the episode. Oh yeah, too. yeah, featuring the hit "You Can Count on Us." Yeah, mm-hmm. so <laughs> so <laughs> I seen the second one and the third one in a the theater, so I like it right, for that. But I, I yeah. can agree, the third one was like, okay, yeah, this is like seeing the next Karate Kid. I mean, I don't think it was. I like that. Really. The next, the next Karate, karate kid? kid. I never saw that one. Yeah. I, I, look, uh, Hillary, Hillary Swank, Swank was yeah. the hardest one. She wasn't. Was a, she? she? wasn't a little whiny little punk like okay. the other two. That's I believe you. Um, all right, let's read another <laughs> confession here. She was good. At it. It's from Ar- Audrey Marsh DeVitri, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Bubble Boy. It fits <laughs> my favorite genre of comedy: dark, proto-realistic screwball, like Heather's Romney and Michelle's high school reunion. But I'm a cheerleader, Bam 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 and Celeste, 30 Rock, and on and on. That's quite a diverse uh, yeah. list of... Is uh, that the one with Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah, he was. Oh, uh, yeah, let me finish here. The big oh, joke sorry. moments don't hit as hard as the smaller details, like watching Jake Gyllenhaal rip Land of the Lost on the guitar. <laughs> Land of the Lost is a song. The quick sweep of his parents' living room with the framed pictures of Ronald Reagan. Uh, it's self-consciously dumb, sometimes offensive for current times, and has a great, weird ensemble cast. Certainly a classic. Uh, that right. one was one that passed me, but I... Uh, I worked in a theater when that came out. I didn't see it. I've seen parts of it. I haven't seen it in its entirety, but I can say it's it's funny, but it's kind of weird. Right, right. The stuff I've seen, but I'd, I'd watch I it. I respect that pull. I'll probably have to sit back and... And watch that one. Yeah, at some I'll point. check that out. Again. Yeah, it, it almost sounds like one of those comedies that might be like almost co- covertly fun. You know how like yeah. sometimes they kind of have to make they have to market something one way so that the masses will go to see it. But then there's <laughs> yeah. a bunch of stuff that most people aren't going to get that's kind of in there. You right. know, yeah, they're 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 masking child abuse. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing's a the metaphor whole thing's about for child abuse. <laughs> for uh, <laughs> who does boy. that to their kid? <laughs> Um, I do remember we had in the theater a, a blow-up um, kind of, uh, what are those called? The bubble, the bubble thing? It was like a bubble yeah. with arms and legs, I think, yeah, that yeah. like hung from the ceiling. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah. Like as like a promotional thing? Yeah, yeah. That's got to love the props. Yeah, didn't it was like he was in the bubble and then like he wasn't, wasn't supposed to like leave the house and then, he, go outside. Well, and then he got out in the world and it was like yeah, chaotic. Which I think it's actually a remake of like a serious movie from the 70s yeah. with John Travolta where it was all like this oh, boy yeah. has to live his life in a... The Boy in the Plastic Bubble. That was yeah. the name of that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was also a real twisted that thing that happened. Yeah. Really? There, there was, was a, actually a yeah. kid in the, I want to say the 70s or 80s, who was called the Bubble Boy. Yeah. 
So they're totally like just making a farce out of yeah. this no, it kid's was, uh, life. This kid had like this uh, immune system deficiency where he wasn't allowed to be in contact with the outside world or he'd yeah. just get uh, sick just and die. die. I remember okay. seeing that when I was a kid and feeling But it really was like a terrible. real... Thing I'm pretty sure the kid Mm. died when he was like nine, like very young. So the movie Bubble Boy like took was a wacky homage (laughs) to this kid's death. When you think about it, it was kind of weird. Like, but it really was a news story that I remember seeing. Interesting. I remember that too. They made a movie about that recently. Baby Jessica's Adventures in the Well. (laughs) What kind of funky stuff will she get into? The the girl in it was supposed to have that that same sickness that he was talking about. So the mom was all bugged out and stuff. Right. that, you know, it was supposed to be like a romantic thing. So then the, the boy next door was all like, no, you can overcome this. Come outside with me. There's a beach out here. We're going to go to it. And, and then she just dies. <laughs> well, no, no, she didn't. She didn't die. She like <laughs> So they, the, the first time she goes out, she's all. <gasps> and then the mom comes out there and she's all mad. So she like locks her up in the room. But then right. She's, she finally like goes out. And I guess she. Over it. So, so the what message movie? there is just completely ignore all medical yeah. advice if you're diagnosed with something. I don't remember it was called. I just I woke up one morning. It was on HBO, and I left the TV on. So I, I was it was on HBO. I'd have to look it up again because the it's the girl from. Um, did you guys see the hate you give? No, it's the girl from that movie. So I have to look it up to tell you what the 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 name of this other movie was. But mm-hmm. it was it's not it's only about maybe three years old. Okay. Like I said, it was, really? it was on HBO. I woke up and it just came on, so I watched the whole thing. But you're so hard. committed to movies that you sleep with HBO on. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> Some people have, a, have ocean sounds. I didn't put the timer on. <laughs> I was in a hotel. Sure. <laughs> All right, mix. Yes. What is your favorite guilty pleasure film? Um. Well, one one of my best ones, and I was I was thinking about this. Um, Paulie Shore. Mm, say no start more. Start strong. Starting strong. Jury duty. <laughs> you guys seen Jury oh Duty? Oh my god! You like that one? Oh, Dude, I saw one. it in the theater in eighth grade. <laughs> oh, and that I reminds me. Sucked at that age. I liked his other movies. I thought that one was so boring. I love Jury Duty. It, it, it's so stupid. It's just hilarious. That <laughs> is a good. Bad movie to be like that. Uh, you really? should feel guilty. Not son in law, not Encino <laughs> Man. I didn't like son in law. I didn't oh like, I liked son in law. I didn't like Encino I didn't like Encino Man. I didn't like son in law, but I liked it, and, Encino and I liked the Army one too, I think. In, in the, the Army, Army now, now? Yeah. that was that, that was bad. What's the name? Jury Duty. But I love Jury Duty. Me and my sister uh, we used to watch that all the time. Really? Oh yeah, we could quote that. It, oh man, <laughs> I remember even at that age being like, "This isn't like stupid funny. It's just HBO heavy rotation in the in the early nineties." Right, right. Yeah. We we had that on VHS. I got it on DVD. Oh my goodness! You had multiple formats <laughs> oh, for yeah. Jury Duty. Oh that's, yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> wow. If I if I watch that now, what, what what will my reaction be? Do you think? I mean, you'd probably just laugh at how stupid it is, or you maybe yeah. either you're gonna laugh at how dumb it is, or you're gonna be like, I don't want to watch this crap anymore. Right, right. Either one of the two. How right, many yeah. minutes? How many minutes would you have to get half? Like an average person, your commitment to watching movies, like Mike just said, is is clearly on display here. Sure. Yeah. How how many minutes would an average person have to be able to sit through? I mean, Before I you think that they're just committed, pot committed to watch the whole thing. I think it's, I think it's weird. <laughs> it's because 20 I, minutes I, I, and you will be convinced. Yeah, I see, I see a lot of people saying, oh, I couldn't get past this. I couldn't get past 10 minutes. I walked out the theater. I How many it. people are you monitoring doing <laughs> well, jury duty? Well, well, or are you talking about movies in just general? In, just in movie oh, okay. groups and just seeing people say that. So I, like, I mean, do you have I, test I groups for jury duty? It's just it's kind of a weird gauge. I mean, because right. the, the, I mean, the movie starts off silly. And, you know, I don't remember everything about it. I'd have to watch it again. But it's, 
I do remember they inserted a bunch of OJ jokes. They had like filmed it before yeah. the OJ trial because they were doing a whole thing with that. Yeah, but then just... the OJ trial happened. And they had to do reshoots, yeah, so yeah. they could just mention like Judge Ito and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, they, <laughs> well, they threw that in there and some other stuff about the death penalty and the you know the guy killing people. And what like was that. there a social underlying message in it? Well, I think they were just trying to be silly, like you said. They recut it because it wasn't it wasn't like that. But they uh-huh. they, re- they added some stuff in there about the trial thing to make it funny. But it was Pauly Shore being stupid. Right, so. right, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was a social. It, it, the plot. <laughs> Jury duty was he did this could somehow this came out in the 90s, but this yeah. plot must have been written in the 80s. Like mm-hmm. the plot was he does jury duty just so he can get the free hotel room, right? Yeah, so his all right, so his mom, his mom, uh, and his uh, neighbor get married and they're going to Vegas, but he, he hooks the trailer to his truck and they're like, <laughs> Oh, you got to stay with the neighbors who are some weird folks. So he, you know, he had got jury duty, but he threw it out, so he gets it, he gets it out the trash and he goes there and he's going to. He's trying to find the longest trial. So he's doing stupid stuff to get out the short ones. Uh-huh. And he finally goes, oh, this is going to be a long trial. It's multiple murders, blah, 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 right. blah. But they put him in a shitty hotel. So he's like, all right, I can't take this. And I think he, I think his, uh, the guy that was in the room with him was like his principal from back in the day or something like that. And he snored funny. It was, it was something <laughs> weird like that. Yeah. So he's going crazy. So he goes to the hotel manager and he's like, look, I got to get out this wing Put me in the nice thing. He's like, what do I got to do to get in the nice thing? So he like he promotes the hotel during a commercial, <laughs> and so they, he ends up in like the top suite. It, 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 it's crazy. So he, the point is to stay in there. So he's uh-huh. he's they they're telling him it's an open and shut case. Right, right. And, and I think this is the part where they were spoofing uh, like Twelve Angry Men. Have you guys uh-huh. seen that? Oh yeah. So he's like, no, that we got to look at more. There's more evidence. Right. The guy and, just you know, so he keeps it going. Yeah, just to do that. But, you know, <laughs> now, now that. Well, I Think, now that I think about it, there might there might have been a, a teeny bit of social, social commentary, commentary in that part about okay. judging people's appearances. Because right, right. They automatically assume the guy was guilty because he was a squatter and all this other mm-hmm. shit. So mm-hmm. yeah, maybe yeah, maybe I, don't know, I can see that now. Maybe not about the OJ stuff, but about one of the that, most yeah. important statements of our time, I would say, as far as social conscience, jury duty with Polly Shore. <laughs> Classic. It's spot on. Plus, there's Cassandra from Wayne's World. You gotta love. Oh, I did love her. Gotta Tia, love Tia, Tia Carrera. Oh, that's right. Oh my Tia goodness. Was yes. I remember thinking that she should play Batgirl. Yeah. Yeah. She. It would have been. She throw it. Yeah, she can throw it. I think she would have been an awesome Batgirl. You, you didn't like Alicia Silverstone. What's up with that, man? Yeah, that was not good casting. <laughs> Alicia. No one in that movie was cast well. What do you guys think about Batman and Robin? When you look, that that one is kind of fun to watch if you can accept it's, that it's a terrible movie. I. I I think they did the style of the Bam Splat Batman in that one. That's the Val. Right. Kil- that's the Val Kilmer one, right? No, uh, Val Kilmer was Batman, Batman Forever, forever. Batman forever. and then George Clooney played him in the sequel, Batman and Batman Robin. And Robin Batman and Robin was the last one of that yeah. era, yeah. right? Yeah, that was and when that one uh, was Arnold was uh, right. Yeah, Mr. great, Freeze. great casting choice there. <laughs> that is for a solemn bad. old bald man. Oh, that's gosh. a really bad movie. Yeah, it is. But I will say, at least something like that is like kind of fun to. It has lots of eye candy. It's not boring. That's you know true. what I mean? It's visually stimulating. Yeah, I'd rather have like a big garish mess like that than something that's just boring. <laughs> well, they you know? they were just they were doing it at that time, like because you know Batman came out. It was it was dark. It was Tim Burton, but it made a lot of money. Okay, mm. cool. Then 
Batman Returns comes out. It's big. It's got way more promotion. There's more mm. toys. There's all they let Tim Burton do what he wanted on that yeah. one. Yeah, so. but then they kind of said, okay, this was okay, but it, I don't. It got a little too dark. And more yeah, I don't. I don't know if that one made the money that the first one did. I'd have to look. I think it made a little less. Made, yeah, so and they and I think they got say, dropped from yeah, some promotions because so like, it was okay, too dark and it cost more. Let's switch it up. Oh yeah, make it yeah. Make it fun and make right. it light, and so right. you, you bring Val Kilmer, you get a little bit cheeky with it, and then that one doesn't turn out either. No, that one did big. Batman Forever. It, it did. Yeah, I that think one, that did that bigger one, than the first. Yeah, I would say I uplift, so. uplifted wow. by uh, the soundtrack I remember, see, featuring I "Kiss I from a Rose" yeah, by oh. Seal. I remember that That's because right. Seal was big because right. he did that soundtrack and he did Space Jam soundtrack oh, too. Oh, okay. So I remember, I remember the soundtrack, but I didn't know the movie was like that. I remember. No, the I movie remember, was huge. Yeah, the movie was pretty big. Did that one have toys? I don't remember that oh, one yeah. having toys. I remember I, toys from the first one. And you know, the I think one. I think I'm remembering a factoid here. I think maybe that at first they didn't make toys for it because mm-hmm. the toys for the second one undersold. Okay. So they waited to make the toys for the Be- third one. Yeah, because there was definitely toys for Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. Because I yeah, I remember mm-hmm. those. I don't I don't remember them for Batman Forever though. But I don't maybe either. they did come out. But Wow, so that movie, okay. So I remember the biggest thing about one of the biggest controversies over the um the Val Kilmer one, Batman Forever, right? That was yeah. yes. was that they put <laughs> they put nipples on the bat. Oh yeah. Remember that? Yeah, the, <laughs> that was like the bat nipples. Deal. Everybody right. was all pissed off yeah. about it. All right, let's read another confession here. This one is from Drew Landry, Los Angeles, uh, which is in California. What's Drew? Drew You know Drew Miggs? Well, he, he used to live here. Very yeah. funny but guy. But he left. I Very know. He comedy. left in these... I think he's doing comedy. What did you say he was? In Cali? Yep, L.A. Yeah. Which I believe stands for uh, Los Angeles, I think. Um, he chose The Love Guru. <laughs> oh, God. Well, it's super, in all caps, dumb, aggressively dumb, the dumbest humor ever, but it makes me laugh. Everyone hates it, but it's definitely a guilty pleasure for me. <laughs> I've never seen it. I can't. I haven't seen it. Him. Is that the um, Mike Myers? Is okay. Is that the one where he's dressed up like an Indian dude? Yes. He's okay. Some, some yeah. sort of uh, Krishna. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, guru. And he, yeah, and he's got yeah. like a big old, guru. like kind of like a mega church kind of deal. Is that I, what, is I that don't know the details. All okay. I can picture from that is the, like the promotional yeah. uh, cutout at the theater of of him, like you know. I seen part of that on USA, but I didn't watch the whole thing. I thought it was right. Yeah. Like I, I might have been leaving or something, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I remember that. I remember that not doing well in theaters. I remember hearing that it, it's the end of Mike Myers' career. Yeah, like, it's one of the, the worst movies one. ever made type of thing. <laughs> that was the last one So was one that, that after Austin Powers, I'm assuming? Then? Oh, yeah. That was well... I think that's what made him start thinking about doing another Austin Powers because he's like, all right, I got to okay. do something to... He did to, uh, one other character-driven thing before that. I forget what it was. I think. I he was in Glorious in, in Glorious Bastards. He was. He had a role yeah. in that. Yeah? Yeah, I remember he, he was, was in, like the um, British... Um, he was in... Um... um the one. Fifty four. He was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, wasn't he? Was he? Yeah, he makes a brief I think he was like a bus driver or something. Oh, like, I didn't know. Kind of, yeah. bus. I feel like he was in that. Really? He yeah. he was in something else. Only thing worse than Glove Guru was Once um, Upon a Time um, in Hollywood. Bohemian Rhapsody. He was in that. Because um, remember, remember they did that song in Wayne's World. Yeah. yeah. So he had a cameo oh, as their, their manager. That yeah, that was Mike Myers. Yeah, that's wow. what it was. It took me a minute. But yeah, that yeah, was in that. Huh. 
he didn't have a huge role, but that, right. that was kind of a like a meta thing. Like, right. oh, shit, oh, that was Mike Myers. Interesting. Because you couldn't tell. Then, you know, I, I watched the, you know, I was watching the Right, so right. I was, like, I was like, oh, shit, that was Mike Myers. And I went back and I was like, oh, wow. That's always interesting hits. when they do that, when they throw in yeah. like a. That was cool, though. Yeah. 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 Like, okay, yeah, I yeah. get it. You Did know, you know the, the, the voiceover in Halloween 3 uh, is Jamie Lee Curtis? Like the um, everyone go back to your house kind of thing? Like there's a. Uh, uh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, hmm. she's in it. I'm not a, I'm not a big fan. Know. I'm not a big fan of part three. Really? I think I've only seen it once, and I didn't watch it again. A lot of people think it's an underrated classic. Is that that's the that's the curse, right? No, the or, third one is season of the witch. The so one, see, the one okay, that's the Michael one. That, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Which you know it did terribly at theaters, and people for years just dismissed it. But then recently, people are starting to be like, this is actually a pretty cool Halloween movie. It's just. Not it's part not of the a, it's not a Michael not Myers a movie. Is no, it? they they attempted to do like an anthology thing where they're going to do a different one every year, like a different story every year. Okay, uh, it, but it failed. Okay, so okay. they do they do have they have that connection with Jamie Lee Curtis's voice, and they have uh like some some trailers for Halloween on the on a few TV screens. Huh. Okay, as an homage. I have to check that out because they have that on the um they have that on that that double that double DVD thing. Mm-hmm. I don't have that one. I have the I have the one that has H two O and Resurrection. Although I did actually, when I was writing a thing about the Halloween franchise and all the all the different um, continuities it takes, like all the family tree of of uh, sequels, I asked the director of six because he puts in a reference that kind of indicates that he's actually referencing part three. So I asked huh. him if it was like kind of in the same universe there. Interesting. Which one? Six was the curse. Curse. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Halloween's coming up, so we gotta. I'm gonna have to sit down and plan out my horror movie schedule. Right. Which I time. I will say, Curse of Michael Myers is actually maybe a guilty pleasure for me. That's the one with the little girl, right? Uh, no, she's no. in four and five. That's four and five. Okay. Yeah, and then six. It has her, but she's older. Okay. Okay. Uh, and it's just kind of a total mess. They tried to make like a whole mythology out of it, you know. Right. And there's like this whole cult that controls Michael, and the whole town's kind of, you know, it's like this, this big conspiracy type of thing. Yeah. I and it's it's that. a mess, but it's I actually so many of those later slasher sequels were so boring and formulaic that <laughs> I kind of appreciated it when they would do something like that, you know. Yeah. What's on your uh, your list for Halloween movies, Greg? Oh man. Uh, well, we were talking about The Witch before this, uh, which I still haven't seen. So I'll probably wait till till October to sort of get into the spirit, as mm-hmm. it were. But that one's on there. Um, yeah, I don't know. Probably re- uh, rewatch uh, Hereditary at some point because it's really good. And Hereditary comes up a lot on this podcast. Jimmy. It's a very good movie. It's one I of the, like that it's movie. kind of. A, I I wasn't the biggest fan either, honestly. I'd, I'd give it another chance, but like, but I like that, some stuff in it. But yeah, I don't know. I'm a, not a huge horror guy. I mean, I love. So when I find a good horror movie, I. I like love it, mm-hmm. absolutely love it, and I'm mm-hmm. all about it. But I'm a little bit squeamish with gore, depending on what it is and mm-hmm. whatnot. And so I like to. Uh, uh, but if it's a good movie, it's supposed to be a really good movie. I don't. I'll make sure that I sit, you know, sure. sit down and watch it. So uh, I'm always open to suggestions on on good horror movies. And I love I love 80s horror horror movies too. Like going back to the Halloween franchise and uh, you know the uh nightmare on elm street and all that yeah yeah that's kind of how i am too like i don't like like i like really good horror really well-made horror 
Um, and then I have an affinity for all the 80s slashers, too. I guess because just when I was a kid, I got into right. them. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't like a lot of, like, there's a lot of, like, cheesy horror and, like, horror comedy that I'm, I'm just not really into. I like horror comedy. Uh, I think depending on what it was, like Cabin Fever that came out a few years. Not Cabin Fever. Um, sorry. Uh, Cabin in the Woods. Cabin that came yeah, out a few yeah. years ago was really good. That was pretty cool. I really liked I that. Like and the, then... Um, yeah. I wasn't the biggest I fan. It, Tucker and Dale versus Evil was really funny yeah. and and like well done. The only horror comedies I really like are Evil Dead Two, and I like Shaun of the Dead, but I feel like that's more of a comedy, it's which is like a, some. It's a comedy yeah. horror. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jimmy, yes. Do you happen to have a guilty pleasure movie? Ah, that's a good question. I was actually this entire conversation. There was a there was a rom com that I watched recently that <laughs> I like found myself. At the end of the movie, being like that was a, that was a really good movie. Yeah, uh, but I I don't remember what it was. Hmm. I can't remember <laughs> who's in it. Uh, I I, I mean I I literally don't know. It was like some really good looking dude, hmm. some even better looking chick. Huh, that's weird for a rom com. I know. Sound I know. Recent at all. It sounds like you're watching. It a was. I feel movie. like it was recent. Oh, what the heck? What's the plot? I don't know, dude. Was it there was, love involved? <laughs> there was love. Did they break up and then? <laughs> right, right. Did for a second? Did you think they weren't gonna get back together? Uh, I'll tell you what, dude. This is this music is when they kissed. Slightly, <laughs> slightly uh, unrelated, but I found myself being very confused by this today. I was watching um, this YouTube video called uh, "The 32 NFL Teams and Where Every NFL Team Got Their Name: hmm. The Origins of It." Interesting. And for some reason, for some reason, when they would talk, like it was like this, like. Like fun videos, like and then in 1973, the Houston Oilers got the name because of this. Mm. And for some reason, whenever they would say why, like they went through every team in NFL history going back to the 20s. And whenever they would say it, I would get like my eyes would well up with like emotion. Weird. I would like got emotional seeing the <laughs> origins of all. I was like sitting there. I was like, wow. why am I doing this? Why is this happening? <laughs> so that was kind of thinking guilty. about wow. that rom com that you don't know the name of. <laughs> that was like I was like I, I don't couldn't even know where to begin it. on that. Dude, like it was story. it was inexplicable. Wow. I was like, how am I going to tell anybody this? I couldn't explain it. It was just like, and then Chicago. Well, what name kind of team? emotions were you feeling? Like, <laughs> I think it was. I think it was. You know what I think it was that I'm, I'm tracing it back. I think there was something that was like profound to me about the fact that all these like. First of all, seeing the NFL begin as this like small little thing and seeing it expand to the level it is now, mm -hmm. and then seeing how every team, like most of them, were named by these fan competitions where people would mail in. Really, that's how the Ravens were named. Yeah, that's yeah, how a lot so. of the people were named, mm -hmm. and like how the Steelers got their name. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was cool how like the entire community right, kind of right. got together and yeah. kind of traced back the origin of their city and implanted that onto their team. Okay, and then I kind of got, and then it was kind of disappointing when like a team like the Baltimore Colts, which is clearly named because of the horse racing history of Baltimore, mm -hmm. just moves to Indianapolis, and there's still the Colts, and then right, Art right. Modell tried to buy that name back when the Ravens came, and mm -hmm. they wouldn't give it to him, so yeah, he was like, yeah. fuck it, we'll call him something else. Yeah. And like it was just like all the history. It's maybe kind of, I just thought it was cool. And sad. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. So this, is, this is the history of the NFL name. The history of the NFL. Yeah. I'm going to watch that. And I'm not even a big yeah, football fan either. If I don't cry, I'm going to be upset with you. Dude, is, that, I, is that on YouTube or? It was on YouTube. It was like a thirty. I'm gonna listen to that. It was that sounds interesting. Video. They made yeah. a, a. There's reference to that at the beginning of Basketball. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen ba Basketball. The haven't seen Basketball. No, it's really funny. I've heard it's I've funny. It's, it's really good. Yeah, it's, well, yeah, it's uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, and yeah. they basically mm -hmm. trace trace the the history of what at the beginning of the movie. They're basically like the reason that the. Uh, 
something like base basketball could exist is because everyone's getting disillusioned with professional sports and it's because teams are moving from city to city and they're like at the beginning you know they're yeah uh the minnesota lakers moved to la where there are no lakes the the uh new orleans jazz moved to utah where they don't allow music like yeah, all kinds exactly. of <laughs> and it's like exactly. a very good kind of setting the stage right. for, yeah, uh, yeah. for that type of movie yeah. uh yeah but that, yeah that was yeah, less relevant no to giants the topic in new york yeah. <laughs> more exactly. just me telling you guys Something that happened today. <laughs> it was interesting. It was it was touching. It was. It was. That was. was. That, that was an interesting anecdote. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sorry. I no, I'm not being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> I I do have one last uh, 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 guilty pleasure that I was reminded of just because of what you were saying earlier about comedies and Pauly Shore, and it's a bad comedy. It's not a rom com. It's just a bad comedy okay. from the mid, uh, early '90s uh, or late '80s. Men at Work. With uh, oh Emilio, Emilio and, Charlie. and Charlie Sheen, I was psyched about that. I thought it, it looked really cool. No, I was I was way bored with that as a kid that too. Movie. I saw it like one time and I was like nine. I didn't like it. So, so when we were got that on VHS. Yeah. So when <laughs> I, I was a kid, we we lived in Colorado. We lived in Germany for two years, and we had friends back in the states who had HBO. And so at, when we first got there in like 1989, they sent us like two tapes full of HBO oh, movies that awesome. were on at the same time. But we never heard back from them again. When we came back to the states, we weren't friends anymore. But they gave. <laughs> <laughs> us just out of whatever we were gone for two years uh, but uh so we had these two tapes filled with random movies from like right, the right. late 80s that were on hbo it was like hunt for red october which is great oh, i love that uh one. it's my, one of my favorites uh we had you know um, rocky four and Ooh, like all that's these, a guilty pleasure really good movie. <laughs> but like we would watch them ad nauseum the sure. wizard with uh fred savage and, oh uh, yeah Jenny Lewis. super mario 3 at the end super mario basically a glorified <laughs> yeah. commercial for nintendo oh yeah but uh but the um one of the other movies on there was Men at Work, and so we would watch that movie all the time. And I, so I, rem I know every plot line. I know actual words from the. I mean, like you know, s lines from that movie pretty right. vividly. It was a very epically That's, bad. Is that movie, the one where they, they found the dead body? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I remember that a little okay, bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was good. I, I like that movie. It's it's not a good great movie, but I, like I, I said, like it was that. it was yeah, very enjoyable. I don't. I can't even have an yeah. opinion. It's been so long since <laughs> I've seen it. But. Plus, it's just funny, you know. I didn't know those two were brothers. When, you know, you yeah, I don't think it. I knew that for a long time. And either. then you know, it's funny too because then when you realize it, then you're looking at it. Right, yeah, right. They're like the same guy with different colored hair. See the dead. Yeah. But I think, I think Emilio. Looks more like Martin than Charlie does. Mm -hmm. that's just, maybe mm -hmm. that's just me. I can see that. I think it. You know. I think like when like I, don't, I haven't seen Emilio Estevez in a while, right. but I just Charlie. saw him in a trailer for a movie for the first time. He's in been decades. directing a lot. Really? Yeah, he yeah. directed a movie about uh, Bobby uh, Bobby Kennedy RFK. Back oh, then. I forget okay. what it was called. Mm -hmm. I think it might have just been called Bobby. Anyway, mm. he's been directing some, and he's gotten good reviews from some of his. His nice. movies, but yeah, yeah. Awesome. I haven't seen um, anything in a while. I, I, the the last time I actually seen him, I was watching uh, was watching that movie Judgment Night. Oh yeah, that? the birth of rap metal on that <laughs> soundtrack. <laughs> that was a good soundtrack. Yeah, Faith No More one. with uh, Booyah good, Crew. Yeah, that was a good soundtrack, man. Yeah. I like that movie. It wasn't it wasn't a great movie, but you could you might be able to 
throw that in the the guilty you think so? category. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think All right. so. That's, I, think that's I, I feel like Rocky Four for me is in the guilty. See, pleasure. I don't think I see. I don't feel guilty at all. I, a lot like of people Rocky. say that. It's, 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 it's a terrible I think, movie. It's not a great. It's horrible. Like, you think it's horrible? Horrible. No, it is. Can you, one time I watched the original Rocky horrible? next to Rocky Four. I was like, how did this happen? <laughs> but it's gloriously horrible. I mean, it's full of it's color. A sign, it's a sign of the times. Sound and it is. I don't know if you how long, how long ago you've seen it, but that movie Recently. is eighty five percent montage. Also, I know, there's like yeah. three I know. montages, and they're awesome. Yeah. There's a there's an intermission within <laughs> one of the montages where it goes back to story for and a minute, and then it goes yeah. back to montage yeah. after yeah. that. There's a yeah. real robot. Yeah, yeah. Re- how does how uh, does the original like the Rocky? Happy birthday, Polly. The yeah. character <laughs> study, the independent character study of Rocky, uh, go into an actual android robot in just three sequels. You, you, you know why weird. I like that. You know why I like that because it just it, okay. If you if you look at the Rocky story, right? Uh, he's going. You know, you got this. You got this guy that's just an underdog. He doesn't have much. Sure. You know, if he gets a Get shot, heart. he tries to make the most of it. He doesn't win, but he gets remembered. He sure. gets a shot again. Went the distance. Comes back again. He does his thing. He's a champion now. And then you see there when it starts getting a little bit more extravagant because you're getting right. more money now. Sure. So I like that progression like that because then by the time four comes around, because mm-hmm. you don't really see, from what I remember in three, you don't really see his his house and all that other stuff that he has. No, it showed that. It showed but, that But they three. don't show a lot of it to where you see a lot of the inside, you mm-hmm. see all this stuff. But then four comes around, and like I said, it's a sign of the time. Right, you the, right. You got the clothes. I mean, human, but who has robots human, didn't exist in that time. They don't exist now like that. Like, what? I mean, that was just one of the, that looked like a big old Tycho. We had like a holographic <laughs> chamber too, like Star Trek. If you, know? if you remember, <laughs> they, they there, turned the Rocky yeah. franchise into literally a sci-fi movie with that one. <laughs> I mean, they, they jumped the shark in five, though. I mean, no, five is way better than four. F- There's no way that's good, true. Dude. People, yeah, people, five, people five don't the street fight at the end. Yeah, five. I think is like I watched it again recently. I always heard it was the worst one. I don't, it's well, pretty good. It's not terrible. I, it, I, four is terrible. Though. I, I think five showed a side that we I don't, don't see with stuff because right. it fell off and it was just like this depression thing. And yeah, he, yeah. He lost a lot of stuff and it was like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. Is that well, the one what happens more, to these guys though? Is that the one where Gunn. the final fight is a street fight? Yeah, yeah. Street yeah. Fight with the fake Don King. Yeah. Yeah. See that? That I feel like that's that the only Paul part. Winfield? I feel like the movie was fine, but like the closing final street fight, it was like yeah, well, well, early MC Hammer played pre. You can't touch this MC Hammer. Really? Oh yeah. Yep. See, Rocky Four. Rocky Four was a great. It's just a great Cold War movie. You know what yeah, I mean? It's, it's just gung ho. Like, yeah. It's fun. It's a guilty pleasure for me. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. It's bright. It's loud. So is it's that garish. yours? Is that yours? Would you say? If, yeah, like, you maybe. Had to say that's yeah, because yours. I really love the Rocky franchise. Plus, it's got the best opening of all the Rocky movies. I'm sorry, but the. Oh come on! The yeah, that could not. Yeah. Come on, man, that's great. Literally heavy-handed. That's like, could you get any more literal? Like here, <laughs> that's great. Two like porcelain <laughs> gloves shattering into each you other. You don't love it? Come on! Wow, man. who thought of that? What a piece of art. Heavy-handed. That's awesome. is a good way to put that. It's like, yeah, we're going at it. Very, very quickly. As an added bonus, <laughs> we're all going to do our Rockies best to worst. Okay. Off the top of your head, Greg. Okay, so I haven't seen uh, either of the Creed. Movies, All right, that's okay. So, uh, but I'll, I'll say uh, one. Bet you said best to worst. Best to worst. Okay, one, three, four, 
two. All right, this has been a fun confessional. <laughs> we will. Oh, <laughs> Rocky shit. Balboa and then All right, five. one, three, four, two. Five. Or, five. Or I guess Rocky Balboa, then five. What? Balboa's second to worst. Wow. Yeah. That's oh, surprising. my goodness. Yeah, wow. Wow. Okay. Jimmy, are you, do you have a. That's surprising. Are you a Rocky fan? Uh, I have seen all the movies, but I've never. Yeah, off the top of my head. I can't. Was Rocky Balboa like the semi recent one? Yeah. It was yeah. like 2006. Like 2006 or they went like 15 years without any, and then they started making them. Yeah, right. yeah that's. At, uh, yeah, that after, fi- after five, then they did Rocky, and then Creed, and then Creed 2. You guys were ripping can. on Rocky 4 that, with the robot, right? Was that Rocky 4? Yeah. 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 I liked Rocky 4. Yeah, Rocky yeah, 4 was Rocky great. Everybody does, does except our, me. Our coach used to play the Rocky 4 soundtrack, our wrestling coach, and we would just run up and down stairs that shit, dude. That's like ingrained <laughs> in my memory. Like, hearts on fire. Yeah, like, all the great music in those films, and you go with hearts on Dude, fire. I mean, that, that song is like forever burned. That song at the end when he, when he even... wins the match and, and it starts coming yeah. on. That, dude, that's Dude, awesome. I can't Literally. even walk up a flight of stairs without <laughs> singing hearts on fire. That's like one bro. of the best it's parts nice. of the movie. Dude, nice. that, I liked Rocky IV. I thought, they, I thought it was a great... There's, uh, there's a literally an actor playing Gorbachev. Who Dude. like who <laughs> turns as far great. as like is it implying that he turns away from socialism <laughs> by witnessing yeah. Rocky? That's awesome, Ro- Dude. That's he, awesome. He, he turned him. It was yeah. Dude, it was it was the movie. It had so much social. It was like, dude, capitalism. Like it was like like fuck bro. They had the USA network their broadcast. They just had cheeky as that. They just had like overtly like Ivan Drago was like overtly like all like had like suction cups on him for like training. yeah he's like, and then like Rocky's doing the sit ups in a barn it was like <laughs> yeah, dude right. yeah at this right. point he doesn't have a he can't he don't have a gym membership right. still to this day he still well, doesn't I think have that was, no, was old school was he man. went to, he wanted to go yeah. back to like a it was more old natural. school and plus they just kind of they just kind of like dropped him off there like yeah you're just gonna go here they, they <laughs> yeah because yeah. remember those guys were following yeah. him around and stuff They're like yeah you ain't going to no yeah gym. the KGB is stalking <laughs> Rocky plus quite a threat when he hits him with the I must break you. Like, that's the most one of the most classic lines of the franchise, dude. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely... I must break you. He doesn't say, I will break you. He says, I must, I must break, break you must. because the government controls him, bro. Right, Social right. commentary. If it were in America, it would be, I choose to break you. I choose you. to break you. No, if it but is he, he broke out of the mesmerism at the end right. of the fight. Remember? To I'm going to break you. Fight for me! I'm going to break you because I use the money. The market determines that it's more... Feasible for yeah. me to break you. Exactly. <laughs> right. This is mutually beneficial. Yeah. Uh, Migs. All right. Rocky, so best to worst. I've seen, okay. So the the first one is just great for me. So sure. Go with that one. Creed was really, really yes. good. Well shot. Loved it. Um, number three is going to be Rocky Three. All right. I like that one. Um, I'll go with. I'll go with the uh, Rocky Balboa. Okay. Then, uh, I'm liking this list so far. Rocky, Rocky two. All right. Creed two. Okay. And then uh, four and five. So you would put five at the le- at the lowest. Yeah, ranking all of them, but I don't. But I don't you still hate like it. it. I don't hate it though. Okay. Like, like I said, I I like what they showed. Right. There was a different side. It's depressing. So you don't hell, think there's a bad Rocky movie then? No. Definitely okay. not. No, I, I, love, I love the whole franchise. I think it is one of the most consistent franchises. Yeah. I mean, some with like eight movies. I would agree, yeah. I mean, and you know, I, 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 I really liked Rocky Balboa when it came yeah, out. Too. I was like, holy shit, yeah, I this thought it was is good. good. Like, yeah. wow, I like this. Maybe yeah. I'll go, re- go back and rewatch it yeah. because that, yeah, everybody, it I, I should. I should. Plus, I've seen that in Hawaii, so that made it better, too. Sure. I always want to watch a Rocky movie in Hawaii. All right, I'm going Rocky 1, Creed, 
Creed 2. Okay. I think. No. Balboa, then Creed 2. Damn, I got to see both of those. Yeah. I, I, and yeah. then Rocky 3, Rocky 2, uh, Rocky 5, Rocky 4. Okay. Yeah. That's a fair that's a respectable list. Well it's pretty much the opposite of yours. So. But I don't I don't I guess like I haven't seen Creed. Right, right, right. One, I, two. Yeah, no, the the two new ones are good. I've especially heard, Creed. I've heard that. I just like, I don't get I don't watch as many movies though as I yeah, used to a long yeah. time. Creed two your, your was a member, little bit of a Your membership guy. of hating four is very limited. I know, it's a very unpopular opinion yeah. and I think I've that never I heard am anybody a hero say that. of our day for being able to stand <laughs> up. I mean I'm not mad at you. I've just ne- I've never no. heard anybody say that. Four I mean it's fun. It is a fun train wreck to watch. But from a screenwriting point of view, it is crap. Just utter crap. Especially when compared to the classic film study, this independent, gritty movie. One of the best character studies of all time. And then you got a robot in Gorbachev. I mean, it's it's definitely definitely campy and cheeky. They should have just had a robot Gorbachev. (laughs) (laughs) That would have made it that much better. It had James Brown, too. Come on. It did have James Brown. James Brown Brown should elevate Yeah, let's let's have a song and dance number in the middle of this movie. Mm -hmm. Right before Apollo dies. Amidst Mm -hmm. all of the other montages. Right, right. I don't think it's flashy enough. Let's throw in James Brown doing a Vegas style show. You gotta love a sweaty James Brown, man. What's wrong with that? <laughs> All right, guys. This has been a really fun episode. Greg, yes. thank you so much for coming thank by, buddy. Thank you for having me. Thank Mix, you so much. Thank you for coming by. Good thank to see you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Jimmy, Thanks. you're always here, so whatever. Always. <laughs> All right, we will see you next time on The Confessional. Bye bye.